is full of amazing stories. And the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that lived them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome to Where We Landed. I am one of the hosts today. This is Scott Miller, and I've also got Iris Brunner in the uh, room today. Hey, yo. And Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And we also have a special guest that we'll be introducing in a little bit, but we'll hold off on that. So, I've got a question for you guys. <laughs> Iris is already laughing at me. I'm no, sorry. No, no. So, the question to get to know each other a little bit more, and these questions always make me feel like um, my friends are going to end up not liking me eventually. Gosh. What was in your locker? when you were in high school oh gosh i don't remember easy books easy <laughs> oh kyle says easy all right kyle what was in yours kyle what was in your locker in high uh, school nothing i don't remember even like having a locker in high school i could just kind of just Did you, like share a locker with anybody or probably, i guess it would probably be like gym clothes gym like all my books Ew. were in like the crush country did you take them home locker. Or did you leave them there? Oh, oh gosh. Gross. You should see oh, the faces. Oh, my clothes or making. my books? <laughs> the, clothes. <laughs> the clothes definitely went home. The books, okay. probably not. I didn't say, I always remember having like a locker in like the most ridiculous place. So you always had to like find a friend that had yeah. one close to your classes. So yeah. I always remember sharing one. I used to always have the reoccurring dream though that I couldn't remember yeah. my locker combination. So mm. um, I feel some kind of way about lockers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott? Did, well, let me ask you this. So at Marion High School, did you move lockers every year? So yes. did you have a different yes. one all four years? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. And it was always alphabetical. So I was always next to Harold Berry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I was pretty Random. basic. I just had, um, I just had books in mind. Some of the kids, some of my so-called friends, though, stole my locker combination. Oh, from behind me like i didn't realize they were looking over my shoulder oh what did they do it. oh i can't wait well well now you gotta tell a story <laughs> yes let's hear it you can't hold off now they, they they knew i was a pretty um good kid and all of a sudden i had a magazine in my locker but you looked at it didn't you uh, you looked at the well, magazine well maybe so but, <laughs> But that, that was the first thing that came to mind, and I thought, well, I probably shouldn't share that on And you did. You did. It's <laughs> fine. All right, Alicia, what was in yours? So I had two lockers because I had the regular locker, and then I had my orchestra locker. Mm -hmm. And um, I just had books and clothes and stuff like that, like my jacket. But I like to be organized, so I did have, like, all of those magnetic organizing ah, things nice. on the door of my locker so that I could always find the pencils mirror. and the mirror. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe that was the question. Was your locker messy or organized? Oh. Well, now you can get, like disco balls that <laughs> sit in your I'm like I went to take the kids to get like school supplies and I'm like do you need stuff for your locker and we got to looking at that section I'm like oh why why would you put no <laughs> so Quinn asked for um magnets but she also has this little printer that connects to her phone like bluetooth so she can mm. print off pictures so she's like I need some more printer mm. paper so I can print some of my friends and then I want to put them up in my locker I'm like how cute right yeah. like yeah. actual printed pictures what a novel idea, I know, right? <laughs> Who does that? 
All right. Good stuff. Well, that was fun. And I'm, <laughs> I would like to introduce our guest today. Um, he shared about his messy locker already, <laughs> but he is a great friend of ours. Um, and I would definitely say we've been very fortunate to get to know um, Kyle Moore um, as a fellow Rotarian. Um, I do have yes. written down that he was one of the 1812 Rookie of the Years. Yes. <laughs> we can explain that more, but uh, I'm excited for our listeners to um, meet Kyle Beal. He is the Director of Campus Police and Emergency Management. And of course, after I wrote all that down, he said, you can write Chief of Police at Indiana Wesleyan. (laughs) But thank you for being here, Kyle. Um, I hope you had no reservations about joining us and sharing your story. Never. Never, (laughs) never. Well, um, our first thing that we normally do is we just want to hear about you and how you landed in Marion and Grant County. Yeah, Um, it's pretty short and sweet. Uh-huh. Um, born, raised, never left. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Show over. There you go. Thank you. All that right. was our fastest Next. one ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, um, born and raised, I was a Brinker Heights brat. Um, went to Jones Middle School. Um, what elementary my, did you go to? Um, Allen. Allen. Yeah. Nice. And my locker at Jones, you could basically just hit it. And it would pop open. And it would pop open. Yes. So, um, uh, went to Marion High School and graduated in 95. Um, growing up, mom and dad were diehard um, Giant fans. I can probably count on one hand how many games we missed um, home in a way. I think my brothers, it had been, what, 87? We took a trip, my dad and my brother and myself took a trip on the uh Amtrak out to Washington, D.C., and we actually end up going, uh, renting a car and going to Georgetown and watching um, J. Edwards in the uh, McDonald's All-American game. So, like, we were, like, in it. In it. We went to (laughs) Kentucky. We went, uh, you know. Super fans. Yeah. Like, I remember going and, like, getting on the lottery for the basketball for section all and, like, yeah, we were definitely diehard <laughs> Marion like fans. Like fourth grade at the time, third yeah. or fourth grade. Yeah, yeah. So like we were in it all the time. What a cool thing for a so Giants time, fight never die no, like, is like in grain. I mean, I'm not here to brag, but I was <laughs> voted like the most school spirit back in back, <laughs> back 90, in the day. Back, back I'm in not here to brag. Yeah, <laughs> for my you know the high school yearbook. So yeah, um, and basketball. I can. I don't know if you want me to jump into the story about my name, but I can talk about yeah, basketball yeah. all day long. Let's hear about um, your name. We hear there's something special about yeah, Kyle. Yeah, so B. it's Kyle David. Um, again, dad dad and mom were big high school basketball fans. Um, in 75, um, Mr. Basketball was Kyle Macy. Mm-hmm. And obviously in 76, Mr. Basketball was David Colescott. So ah. Kyle David. So that's how Very I got my name. Cool. <laughs> and I did not play basketball. I was going to say, so did you play any sports? <laughs> I played, yeah, I played basketball in middle school. Um, tried to play football my seventh grade year. And when that did not go well, I switched to running. Um, why, why didn't it go well? I just didn't play. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just wasn't good. Okay. Yeah. So I switched to running. My I ran track my seventh grade year. I ran cross country my eighth grade year and kind of. When did you run in track? What was your event? Um, I think the half and the mile okay. in middle school. Okay. And then after cross, I obviously jumped up to the 3,200 and 
too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you continue to do those when you got to high school? Yeah, I did those all, all the way through. Um, I ran with some pretty talented people growing up. Um, Josh Colvin, Steve Wright were seniors when I was a freshman. Um, funny story about Josh. So going into my freshman year of um, cross country during the summer, didn't run a lick. I mean, did not run one step. And we go to cross country camp and we're running twice a day. I'm like, okay, this is miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sleeping got sleeping in a tent, sleeping in a tent on the <laughs> ground and like, yeah, yeah raccoons everywhere. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the first meet, by the time we get to the first meet, I'm just beat up. My legs are shot. Um, I had a little left knee injury and coach is like, um, nope, you're not running. So I still went and watched and I'm like, I don't care how bad I'm injured. I'm never going to watch a, a race again ah. that I cannot participate, you know, be involved with. So a little, little competition at yeah, the top of your, maybe uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I just took off from there, um, end up running, um, on varsity right before the NCC, uh, which we had at the Elks country club. Um, so yeah, we ended up winning that. It was like the first time ever in the school history that we won NCC championship. And then it just, my running just took off. But fast forward to what, three weeks later um, at semi-state, Josh Colvin comes up to me and says, hey, if you run a 17-15, which for those that run mm-hmm. cross country, that means something. Yeah. He said, we'll make it to state. I said, okay. Being a freshman, I'm like, sure. I I'll can do, do that. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. So I go out and run a 17-15. The bad thing is everybody that was supposed to be in front of me was behind <laughs> me and like- just, yeah, did not do well. So, yeah. where'd you run semi state at? Where was Who's where? at uh, Manchester? Manchester. There was mm-hmm. years that I literally ran at Manchester more than I ran at home. Yeah. Because we ran there a bunch. Oh, a bunch. Mm-hmm. I got trampled there at once at, a, at oh. the Manchester Invite. I Is think that, my junior year, I got pushed down and at the start line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got pushed down and got trampled and. If, if no one's ever been to a cross country meet, it is pretty wild right at the beginning when that gun goes off. I mean, you literally have like hundreds of athletes that are leaving from the same area at the same time. Yeah. My first cross country experience uh-huh. was going to watch my son's best friend, Owen Jackson, run yeah. at state. Yeah. Oh, girl. And everybody's told me like, that's the worst first experience for Christ. Right. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what that's, is going right. on? I, so I call that a runner's course. That is not a spectator's course. So yeah. you just have to pick a spot and stay. We did. Mm-hmm. We picked a spot and stayed. Gavin ran around with Selah, Owen's sister to <laughs> follow yeah. Owen, um, which kind of got him in a little bit of trouble with um, Paige because Paige really wants Gavin to run cross country <laughs> yeah. and he won't do it. Um, but Paige wants everybody to run yes, cross country, which is, which yes. is good. Which is fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah but um, yeah, it's, it was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Like at the very beginning and at the very end, like yeah. there's just so much anxiety for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I enjoy so, it. Yeah. So. You graduated in 95. I did. What brought you back to. I just never left. Literally night. never left. Um, <laughs> so. You say that like it's a bad thing, no, I, I, yeah. which is the whole point no, of this podcast is to tell people it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, just life happened. So um, I had a busy four months back in high school. Uh, my oldest was born in May, um, graduated in June, um, turned 19 and got married in July. And then I started um, commuting back and forth to Ball State in August. Wow. So yeah, so basically family um, kept me mm-hmm. here. My oldest 
who's now, I don't want to say this, but he's 27 now. That's amazing. Yeah, it goes very, very fast. Um, He's still close by. um, And then obviously we decided to wait till he was a freshman in high school and have another one. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Landon's Landon's getting ready to start sixth grade. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just family. Um, My mom's still here. um, And just extended family. And what made you decide to get into public safety? So originally my goal was um, to go into law school. Um, Obviously my brother is Shane um, and he was finishing law school or getting ready to start law school. The goal was just to be in law, go to law school with him or, you know, and start a practice with him. And then we, I went to school for four years and it's like, "Mm, no, this is not for me. Like Mm. I'm ready to just get out and start working. So I didn't know what to do with my degree. Um, I tried to get a job at the probation department. I didn't get hired. Um, So I started working. So when I was going to school at Ball State. What did you say your degree was in? Did um, I miss it? I didn't. Did oh, not. you didn't say. Okay. I was like, did I black out no. for a second? Criminal I think justice. I missed it. Oh, criminal justice. Yeah. Okay. Um, minor in history. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was working part-time at um, the Bowers Meat Market. I don't know if anybody knows where Bowers Meat Market is. Okay. It's no longer there. <laughs> it, um, it went from Denison's Meat Market to Bowers Meat Market to Horner's there for a while. So it's at Bradford and Branson Corners, that little old building right there. Okay. Um, when that closed, the owners of the hardware store um, was Max Ace Hardware. Um, mm-hmm. Max and Donna Kaiser used to be good customers of the meat market. They came in and said, hey, since you're clo- they're closing, come in, we'll do an interview and see if you'd be a good fit. So I got started working there in 95, and I worked there until like full and part-time until probably 2010. Wow. So even after I started the yeah. um, sheriff's department. So um, really got involved with the hardware store. Um, and then it just a family-owned business. It's hard to move up. Um, so I just was sitting at home back when I used to get the newspaper, reading the newspaper and said, hey, look, sheriff's department. Why not? Let's try it. So I put an application in and got lucky enough to get hired back in 2004, January 1st of 2004. Yeah. So then did you have to go to like the Academy? Yeah. I went yeah. later that year. Yeah. Um, What's that like? It's not that bad. Okay. It's not like military type stuff. They try to mm-hmm. put it off as that. It's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So did you then progress at the sheriff's department or? Yeah. So um, basically started on the road. I worked day shift, night shift for on and off. We worked multiple different shifts. I was on a 12 hour shift rotation for a while. We were on set four days, uh, four 10 hour days. So then you'd have three days off mm-hmm. and we did eight. We did a wide range of hours, um, throughout the years. Um, I was a canine handler for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, my dog's name was Olo. Olo. Yeah. He was That's cr- fun to say. That yeah. is Olo. <laughs> yeah. Olo. And then, um, <laughs> I think January or April, I think it was April. No, it was January of 2015. I started in detectives um, and did that until I was able to retire. 
to start my new career at the college. What differences do you see between the work that you did at the sheriff's department and the work that you do yeah. at the university? Um, actually do, I actually did police work at the sheriff's department where now I'm more of an administrator. So okay. I do oh. a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm behind the desk planning events and logistics behind it all. Mm -hmm. So there's not real much police work or investigations and not that we don't have stuff going on. It's right. Just, I don't, it's a different I, world. I tell people to do, I tell people to do it now. <laughs> okay. So we know, we know you got some stories about, about your police. Do you work? have any oh. what shareable like, yeah. oh. stories? Yeah. What, what do you got? What's a memorable experience <sighs> that you have? <laughs> There's a lot of good and bad. Um, well, like what one were you just like, really? Really? That just um, happened? Well, really? Oh, I can tell, oh, yes. I can tell a funny story. Oh, the light bulb went off then. Yeah, yes. Yeah. When you, when you yeah. said that. Yeah. So, um, the trailer park that's by Wendy's on the bypass. Okay. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Mm -hmm. my, one of my good friends at the sheriff's department at the time and I went to a call on, I think, let's say Friday night. Um, I don't remember. It's probably a, a dispute about something. And this lady, like they were fighting and like cheese got thrown on this lady. So like, she's got like nacho cheese on her shirt. Oh, oh like okay. liquid cheese. <laughs> like, okay. I was thinking I'm, like shredded cheese or a slice. Not like, not like I was the, picturing like Velveeta slices. Yeah, not like the baby challenge. Not like the, no, not like that. So like, you know, we're, I don't remember the actual call, but we go back like the next day for another call. And the lady's wearing the same shirt. I'm like, oh, with the cheese with on. With the it. cheese, I'm like, <laughs> really? Have you not changed in 24 hours? Or at least or with like, you and like, put on a different shirt. Right. She's like, yeah, I got most of it. That's yeah, fine. It's like, no, it, she didn't even try to wipe it off. It's just like, hey, I got cheese. How on do shirt. you sleep and not get the cheese uh, off your shirt? Well, the cheese is probably everywhere now. Yeah. So gross. I mean, there's, I mean, there's multiple stories that you know. Just, I mean, I helped deliver a baby on the side of the road. Oh, oh wow. Back in 2010. Have you so, seen the baby since? No. Then, so it's, it's weird. It was like shortly after Landon was born. Oh, wow. Mm. So it was in September, late September, early October. And I'm like, I know um, how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was like, the baby was like almost all the way out. I the time catch. we got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the funny thing was that the dad was standing along the side of the roadway, like a sheet, like white as a sheet, just like smoking a cigarette, not knowing what to <laughs> I do. I don't know what to do. Like and about then, like, to pass out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like talking the mom through like, okay, do you have blankets? And like, cause they were on the way to the doctor. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I get blankets, I get a hat and I go back and. Well, wait, were they already pulled over or did yes. you pull them over? No, they were already okay. pulled they over. They were like, like speeding. Ba like, like the base okay. baby was like, um, like it was out. Like oh we're just there to help finish. Okay. Finish, the, finish the job. I don't know if that's, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but yeah. Um, so then, you know, I get the baby, the placenta's all out and like wrapping the baby up. And like, I look back and now mom's holding the baby, smoking a cigarette. I'm oh. like, sweetheart, oh. I know what you went through is like crazy, traumatic. traumatic, but you might not want to smoke right now, yeah. especially holding the baby. <laughs> but yeah, There's it was good. That. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, yeah. I don't even remember their names, but. Um, and then there's always the like horrible stuff that I've seen right. too. Mm. Like, um, April 26th of 2006. Oh gosh. You have the date mm. memorized. Yeah. The Taylor yeah. wreck. So that was my first fatality oh, goodness. ever. And so I was on for two years and that was my first fatality. So that was, yes, that's one you're never going to forget. Yeah. yeah. 
This episode of Where We Landed is sponsored by Nick McKinley State Farm and Mortgage Company, located right next to Marion High School on 26th Street. Nick loves this community and is always giving back by supporting things like this podcast. You can support this community too by purchasing your insurance through Nick. You get to enjoy State Farm's amazingly low rates and his team's remarkable customer service. And did we mention he can also help you get pre-approved for your next home loan or even refinance because Nick has teamed up with Rocket mortgage. Nick McKinley State Farm is your one-stop shop. Give him a call or text at 765-674-BANK. That's 765-674-2265. Don't have time to talk on the phone? Send him an email at nick at nickhasmyback.com. Thank you, Nick McKinley State Farm and Mortgage Company for sponsoring today's podcast. Like a good neighbor, Nick McKinley State Farm is there. And what I'm always kind of the self-care person you know we talk to individuals about how they rejuvenate themselves or re-engage themselves from stress and stuff like that so are does the police force help you guys do that are there specific things that you found that you can do to um rejuvenate yourself and release those and process those moments um it's been a progression when i first started it was never talked about Mm. We, you know, we're all that macho, macho man and yeah. you don't want to talk about it. So over the years it has been talked about. Um, Suck it up. Yeah, yeah, basically. Suck it up. So it has been talked about. And for me, besides listening to the Where We Landed podcast. Of course, because know, we're awesome. Yeah, right. Yes, we are um, definitely stress relievers. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, running has always been a big part of my life. So I've fallen back on that a lot lately. Yeah. Um really um, just rely on that just to get away or sometimes mm-hmm. to get with people and just, yeah. you know, have that slow morning stroll and conversation about what what's going on in your life and how everything's going. Right. It's about that personal connection yeah. or that connectivity and, or that opportunity to just, yeah. Some people, you know, you either yeah. vent, you talk about anything or yeah. you just talk about nothing. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. Trent Daly's really good at that. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had him on or mm-hmm. talked with him, but a good morning run with Trent is always uh, beneficial. Good. Yeah, it's beneficial. Yeah, yeah we talk about a, life. I say you're going to do a lot of talking, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. It's a good. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, just get out and run, or you know, be with family. Kyle, you and I first met, I think, through Rotary. Yes. Um, and how did you get involved with Rotary? Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. when I was at the sheriff's department, I who be- suckered you in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kylie. Actually, yeah. There she was, has all the pens. It was um, a multitude of people. So I was at the sheriff's department. I took over for the Crime Stopper program. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the board members for Crime Stoppers were involved in Rotary. Um, I think they suckered me into coming and talking <laughs> one day. And I'm like, I know half the people here. Why don't I just join? So I ended up joining and it's been a blessing ever since yeah. and well and except was, for one year he went he went through the the chair <laughs> i say chairs but chair um because how did you get elected to your presidency of, <laughs> yeah. of rotary kyle um, there, might be a video. The there was the a video i found out on facebook we did I, it live yes you did <laughs> um it's one of those you never miss a business meeting and don't, i didn't don't miss a meeting yeah i didn't learn my own you know thought process and lessons mm-hmm. and um I think it was, was it Craig? 
It was my year, but Craig nominated yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> got up and did some like, yeah. I don't know, some crazy yes. speech that says, mm-hmm. I want Kyle Beale. And I'm like, great. Um, <laughs> That's our friend Craig Persinger. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, um, I just finished. It was the best 52 weeks of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And of ours. How how does your email box look? Um, (laughs) A little lighter? (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. No, every once in a while I'll still get something. I'm like, yeah, no. (laughs) I mean, it's funny because Ashley took over for me and she's like, so did you like do any training? I'm like, no. (laughs) I I said, I've not even looked up the web, like logged in into the program or whatever. Right. Like at all, ever. So like I was not. Well, you I were was no great, Scott Miller. You were a number. great yeah. leader. We were appreciative of your yeah, service. Absolutely. Scott was For, probably the most effective yes. and efficient Rotary president we've yeah. ever had. I think we should just keep him in it. Yeah. I know, right? I was going to say, my year of now, my year, I was on maternity leave for three months. So, <laughs> for, for listeners, maybe what would be reasons for people to join Rotary today? Because each of us has been impacted by it. I think it's an incredible organization, but is there anything that you'd say, Hey, here's a reason for you? Well, first and foremost, to learn how to flip a pork chop. Yes. Um, It's just, I think you're fantastic at that. It's just something it's a, it's away from your normal week. It's just to get away. I mean, this is, if you want to compare it to something, this is what Rotary's like. Mm, We're sitting around talking and laughing. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not your normal business type meeting it's community it's friends it's mm-hmm. talking about events that we're involved with and we're all a lot of us are involved in a lot of things so it's a good good place to go and share and just be, be connected a part of yes well, and the thing i would say too is um it's very relational so yeah while we're sitting here and we're we're doing the personal and we're you know having these conversations we're all still doing business together and we're all still working together too so like if i needed like i mean i could call kyle up and be like hey kyle i have this i got you know, a ticket what do you help think? me get out of it <laughs> oh hey you guys <laughs> are not that. gonna work unless you're you on indiana westland's campus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he might have a friend somewhere <laughs> no but but the point is is that you know yeah, we do go there and we have a lot of fun. We do some good, but yeah, we're still we're still yes. having community and living together and in this community together. Yes. So, and I think too for me, one of the things that I love you mentioned pork chops is you get involved with community events, and of course, everybody wants to raise money to do good things, and so you end up doing fundraiser after fundraiser on top of all the other fundraisers that you're doing. And with our Rotary Club, we really have that one, one big event. And it's a really, really heavy lift for about a month and a half between planning (laughs) and actually doing the event and then the decompress from the event, right? But that's it. That's the one big lift. And then the money that we raise from that, we're able to invest back into the community, into organizations that are really making a difference. And so being able to have lunch with friends that I can then rely on for work and be able to give back to the community, it's just a huge uh, well worth the time that I invest in being there and being a part of that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Well said. Bravo. How, how is it working with 18 to 22 year olds um, <laughs> as your, <laughs> as your main clientele hmm. uh, at this point in time and versus being on the sheriff's department for a whole community of 60,000 people? Yeah. Um, it's, it's different. Um, <laughs> well, he's thinking it, very hard yeah. Yeah. Listeners. And, and, and having a 27 year old now <laughs> you've kind of experienced 
a, a young person going through that 18 to 22 year old yeah. and under your roof type of thing. So maybe not under your roof. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's no different than when I was growing up. I, I don't, I don't believe it's, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's different challenges because they're all coming from COVID and being home and being isolated. Like that aspect of it mm-hmm. is it's difficult to make it, you know, get them more involved in stuff and mm-hmm. get them out of their shell because they were so isolated for two years and their lives just stopped. They couldn't do things for a while. So helping them journey through that process is a little bit different. Um, but when you get down to it, they're all eager to get out and change the world. I mean, yeah, it's the cliche of everybody, but that's, that's what they want to do. And it's, it's nice to, invest because I get, I have anywhere between 12 to 14 student workers myself that work for the campus police. So it's nice to invest the time and effort and try to get them um, focused on what they want to do with their life. I have some that are criminal justice that want to be police officers. I have some that are communication majors um, who actually applied as a joke to campus police and she's one of my (laughs) best workers. But um, so like, it's, it's good just to be there and it's, you know, for four years, you hopefully get them for four years and you watch them grow, not only, you know, emotionally, but spiritually and just as a person. It's nice to watch them journey through that. Um, you know, get I got invited to my first wedding for one of them that just oh. graduated. So it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. Very yeah. Cool. You know, so it's just the process of watching them grow as a person. So I'll ask kind of a a wonky question, I guess, but are Indiana Wesleyan students different than other college students? Or do you feel like they're, cause I feel like there's this perception that right. they're like the, I will bubble. Different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, no, there's just not 30,000 of them. Like there are at other, I, I, you are 40 some that are at the other school up North. <laughs> you got the eye roll from Kylie. <laughs> no. um, um, so yeah, it's, I think they're all there to either get an education, play in sports, you know, and like I said, make a difference. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there are there things that happen on IWU's campus. Of course there are. Yeah. I mean, that's why you have a job. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not, it's not as in depth. I mean, we don't have the, sororities or the right the fraternities or anything like that um but we have we have issues just like everybody has issues when it comes to stuff but i think it's and not i mean not everyone that goes to iwu is a devout christian you hope that they journey to that when they're there for four years but it's not right. it's not a requirement it's part of their growth yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. So you've had growth as a parent. You said you've got 27 and almost 12, almost 12. So what differences do you see between raising your 27 year old and that life and raising your almost now 12 year old and that life? Um, I would like to say it's easier and I know what I'm doing, but I don't still, I mean, there's a big gap, but meaning easier now than it was when you were younger. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, easier in retrospect. I had more energy back when I was 18, 19 years old, you know, raising a child. And then now just turned 46. Um, it's just, it's just different. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, plus they're totally like night and day compared to each other. Like Blake was, you know, he's the 
typical, um, he's a typical jock sports, Mm -hmm. social life. School was like, yeah, I was there because I had to be, (laughs) um, knows no stranger. Landon's like very reserved asking for books for Christmas. I'm like, whose child is this? Doing (laughs) projects for the community. Yeah. Doing projects for the community. Yes. We need to talk about that too. Um, Mm -hmm. just very studious and no, I mean, there's, there's multiple times growing up. He's like, it's not laughing time, dad. I'm like, who is this child? Wait, who's the dad? <laughs> yeah. So like very, very serious, very yeah. to the point. Who's um, raising who at yeah, this point? Yeah. Yeah. He probably should. You, you, you mentioned stress relievers get, getting up and running sometimes. What, what are your favorite things that are doing Grant County? So if, if friends come, what, where, where do you take them? What, I mean, what, what you, you know, you've got to go to the typical eating establishments. Um, and right now I'm kind of heartbroken because my favorite pizza joint is under remodel oh. pizza King South. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No offense yeah. to pizza King North, but it's not the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we had this conversation, didn't we? <laughs> right. deja vu. We do not want to get too much onto pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, it's just, there's so much to do. Um, obviously the parks I had to, you know, kind yeah. of talk about the parks and say, you know, park board president. Um, <laughs> so I you probably can talk should, about it. I should yeah. probably mention the parks, uh, yeah. but no, it's, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. There's so much to do just in the park system itself. Um, just all the improvements that they're doing on a consistent basis and the community support is just out of this world. Um, you know, we have a pool in the backyard, so it's easy just to kind of hang out hang at the out house. Home, I mean, yeah. but you know, yeah. we, mm-hmm. we, we go to Ivanhoe's, we go. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you order at Ivanhoe's? The same thing. I'm pretty boring. Which um, is? Breaded tenderloin, hot pepper cheese only. Um, <laughs> it, cheddar tots if they have them. And a regular or sometimes small uh, peanut butter milkshake with chips and yeah. cookies. Mm, nice. <laughs> so I, basically uh, it's like the, it's, they call it something, but I don't like the, peanuts in it so i get it without the peanuts oh, very good. Okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a new pizza place while the while uh the one's being remodeled you mentioned so gabriella's I've on main street yes, in gas that. city it is open opened. now okay yeah, yeah it just opened i was there yesterday unbelievably yeah. good i heard it was really good mm. yeah all right so, yeah we, um, let's circle back around i really want you to share about the project that landon did yeah, yeah. um uh you take it away. Just okay. share share what he did. So, <laughs> yeah. Again, being Landon, being studious, just, you know, they sent all this paperwork home to, you know, schoolwork, and he just, he did didn't want to do it because he just like, it's I know it, so why do I have to do it? Mm-hmm. So, um, this was during quarantine, too. During right? quarantine. Mm-hmm. So, during quarantine. Um, Cammy's mom and dad were watching him a lot. And, they had this idea to make flower boxes and just to, as a project and something to do to pass the time away and to give back to the people that were less unfortunate when it comes to um, COVID and being stuck at home and not being able to work. So <laughs> what turned a into big what, sigh. <laughs> so what was supposed to be like just a fun little, Hey, let's see what we can do project. Um, so we basically they had a flower box themselves there. They copied, they looked at it, they tweaked it, they made it their own. And 
Um, it was made out of um, made out of reclaimed reclaimed um, barnwood fencing, whatever we can come okay. up with. Um, the framework itself was sturdy, and then it was basically just a flower pot would fit in it, and you could put whatever you wanted in it. Some people put coloring books and crayons in it for their inside their house, and most have, people put we flowers. have strawberries in ours. Yeah, see, so like mm-hmm. it's it just turned into <laughs> so how it kind of took off. Um, I mean, we kind of shared it on Facebook, unfortunately, <laughs> but um, we should have. I appreciated it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. We should have thought about this a little bit more um, logistically wise. But so um, through my contacts with Crime Stoppers, um, I dealt a lot with the news media in Fort Wayne and Indianapolis. And Anne Marie Tiernan called me up on my cell phone. She's like, hey, can I share your post on my Facebook page? I'm like, sure. <laughs> And, and this was just, the post where he was, it was a really cute picture of Landon with yep. one of the flower boxes. And it was, it said like how much it was. And then it basically said, also, also said that like he was donating a portion yeah. to the United Way. Yes. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, I saw it. I said, I want to yeah. immediately. So that, <laughs> that, that kind of, that helped or mm-hmm. helped or hurt. I don't know how you want to say <laughs> it. Um, so that kind of took off. And then, um, she's like, she called me back like a few 30 minutes later, I was like, well, somebody might come up and do do a story. story." And we're thinking like just on Facebook or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, they brought like a camera and they interviewed Landon and uh, Cammie's dad. And um, yeah, so it kind of took off and then like it blew up. So like they took a couple trips to Indianapolis where we like got a trailer and like loaded up the trailer and went (laughs) down to Indians like, okay, we'll be here at this point. Come get your flower. Come get your flower boxes. So yeah, it, it turned into a project for this, you know, just a little project to pass the time away. It turned into like a how, job. How many of them did they end up making and selling? Do you have, you have like a I think it was park? close to 300. Oh my goodness. I he, think. he raised almost $2,500 That's for the United awesome. Way. Yeah. So I know, like, I know I ended up buying four of them at yeah. one point. Yeah. I'm like, Kyle, do you have any in a, yeah. in a, in the garage corner started, somewhere? The United yeah. Way started looking for friends and partners that could help us find old yeah. barnwood mm-hmm. or old fencing to give to Kyle so that they could he's keep like, making flower boxes. Meanwhile, he's like, stop finding it. No, it was, no it was these fun. were ones that were already ordered. Like oh, we ran yeah. out of wood and oh, we God. still like, have orders. I still don't think we ever like fulfilled the complete order. Like, oh, I mean, it's just, you just ran out. We just eventually <laughs> ran, ran out, out of stuff. stuff more of energy than anything but i mean it was just every day after work you're just i mean because obviously you know my job didn't shut down mm-hmm. I mean, right I don't you know so uh, that's you, really cool it is very cool mm-hmm. yeah um, if you could change something about grant county what would you change your kid that grew up here and you've um, raised two kids here yes. in two different time frames um if i could pick up grant county uh-huh. And take it to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so I could put my toes in the sand and go play in the waves. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, it's your water kid. Yeah. I was going to say, you can just go like two hours north. Uh, it's not, it's the, not same. the same. No. <laughs> Something about the People salt air. People say it's the no, same. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. no, I I dread going two hours north because then that reminds me of cross <laughs> country like camp. Run. Yeah. <laughs> and running on the dunes. I hated running on the sand. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then another follow up to that so being a kid who grew up here what's your favorite childhood memory i mean i kind of touched on it just yeah, growing basketball. up yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah growing up a marion giant fan like we were in it like Did you guys have season tickets yep where season were tickets where, so where we were, were in the stadium lower level 
Um, I, I think H was where we were at. And then my, a good family friend, um, Mike and Vicki mainly had mm. front row seats. Yeah. So I would go down and sit between their legs, mm-hmm. like on the floor to watch the games. So yeah, oh, like, wow. we would That's go awesome like, that. yeah. So you we were in the game. Yeah. So we would go with Mike and Vicki everywhere, you know? So yeah. It's growing up cool. was definitely Marion giant basketball. Yeah. Like, there's, I remember one time my dad had some like oral surgery done and we're like sitting back by the tennis courts in the car listening to pregame and like he's got like the gauze in his mouth mom's like we don't have to go in he's like nope we're going in through the gauze on the floor and we went in i'm like i mean we were like in it like wow. yeah he did not miss a game Hard so it was, it was weird like it was weird so my dad moved to myrtle beach 27 years ago so it was kind of weird like after he left it's kind of like part of me like i was in and i still went for a while you know but it's just not the same when when he's not there. Yeah. But it wasn't. Does he still like listen and some, I mean, yeah. he'll call, yeah. you know, Hey, did you go to the game tonight? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, <laughs> um, like, no, I just sit at home and watch it now <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. I'm like, I'm lazy. Yeah. I just, you know, sit at home and just in my pajamas and watch basketball. Yeah. It, it's amazing. We, we kind of have that in common, although not Marion giant. My uncle was a high school basketball coach. So when I was in fourth grade had an incredible team and, um, and I was the kid that got to go in the locker room, but also yeah. got to sit in that front row yeah. and just watch those games. And I could still, in my mind's eye, remember different yeah. moments of those uh, as a kid. And, and and so it's a big thing. These high school kids have an influence on on these yeah. young kids and how you handle yourself. And, and so, it's, it's still not the same after they changed all the rules, but we won't go down that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Down that role. Yeah. 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 When, I'm assuming you're saying class basketball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I, re- I remember that last game. Yeah. I remember it. So... You said if you could pick up Grant County yeah. and Marion and move it, you would. What is something that's a little more realistic yeah. that you think you could, you wish was different about here? Or maybe that you wish wouldn't change? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think each community about in Grant County has their, you know, their own uniqueness. And it's not just Marion, it's Gas City. They have, you know, their concerts in the park and Marion has their series. I think there's just... I don't think I would change anything because it's who we are. It's kind of the, how we've evolved over the years. I mean, yeah, the, everybody's like, let's have more stuff to do, but there is a lot of stuff to do. You just mm-hmm. got to get out and do it. You got to mm-hmm. go outside of your norm. You got to get involved with stuff, get involved with, you know, um, if I could sit here and list all the stuff that I'm part of the boards on, I would be lucky to remember all of them. <laughs> and, but there's just so much going on in our community. That's good. Like a lot of good, a lot of progress is happening. It might not be as fast as some of us like, Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a lot always, I think there's a lot going on that just is going to make not only us better and more enjoyable to live here, but just the communities itself. It's just, it's nice to see the progress. Indiana Wesleyan's a huge asset for, for this County. Um, Now that you're on the inside of Indiana Weston, what are your favorite things that about Indiana Weston? Like, what what's it like to work there, and yeah. what are the positives? Um, I just think the atmosphere itself. Just when I was at the sheriff's department, I loved going working at the college because it's just a change of pace. Not again, not the stuff doesn't happen there. It's just it's just nice, it's just a different atmosphere. It's just it was refreshing at times. Um, they're just 
they're there to change the lives of students. We're there to support and be involved with the students at all costs. And it's nice. Again, I see it on a small scale with my 12 to 14 students, but that's happening all over um, the university. What are ways that the community can continue to support Indiana Westlands? Is there, you know, as somebody who is transplanting into the community with, with our business, I've gotten to know a little bit, but I've heard, you know, years past, maybe there was a separation between Indiana Westland and the community. Yeah. How, it seems like that's improved from yeah. most of the people that I've talked to. Anything that you'd say, I just, how the community again, there's so much support. going on there. Come out and support the arts, football, yeah. basketball. Like there's so much talent. We've had some very talented individuals come through there, not only athletic wise, but the arts. I mean, they've always got stuff going on in the black box theater or the, yeah. uh, the you know, the everywhere there's stuff going on. Just get involved with what they have to offer. And it's pretty cheap entertainment. That's cool. One of the other things we usually like to ask um, when we have folks on the show is, um, you know, what are you reading, watching, yeah. or listening to? Because we need more ideas because we have so much free time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. so what what grabs your attention? Especially um, like maybe if you're on one of those long runs by yourself or who are you listening to? Um, it depends on the day when I'm running. Um, my go-to running-wise is Dave Matthews Band, XM Radio. Um Sometimes I throw it on Willie's Roadhouse on the XM, <laughs> the old classic That's country. Good, good. Um, if I'm running on a Saturday morning, I listen to my good friend James Randall on 105.9 The Bash. Oh. He does his classic country hits show. <laughs> um, watching on Netflix, um, Snowflake Mountain. I don't know if you guys mm, have heard this. I've, I've not heard about <laughs> it, dabbled? but it's popped up several times yeah, in my like suggested I mean, you should watch it. Yeah. I don't know if I've uh, even seen anything. I'm about not going to explain it. Oh. I'm just going to just. Okay. It's worth it. It's it's interesting. It's so. a good mindless entertainment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, right now I'm like mindless entertainment. Yes. So I'm watching um, Big Timber. On yes. <laughs> That's been a pop up for um, me. <laughs> mm -mm. These are new for me. Um. I may or may not have watched Shit's Creek three times oh, all the way yes. through. Um, There's a reason I see, like I've you. Been, I've been hooked on Leah Remini's Scientology exposure oh, yeah. thing okay. recently <laughs> for some mindless entertainment. Yeah. Um, I'm listening to... Um, Wait, so you've watched it three times. Which episode is your favorite? I know. Which one is it that like literally after you, even no matter how many times you've seen it, you still crack up laughing the first time. one. The very first one. <laughs> he calls him Bob Cratchit. <laughs> yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like that's, I mean that and like, like if you want to like my sentimental side, which I don't share very often, but like when. Um, Look at that. We're, we're getting really investigative know, here. Right? Did you see that? Um, we're digging deep. <laughs> when I can't think of David's. Um, Boyfriend sings Patrick. to him. Patrick yeah. sings mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. Like that's like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's like, pretty that's cool. So sweet. It is. It's like it gets to me. Well, the, that in <laughs> the last episode, like at the end, I really love the episode, and I don't know which one it is, but at the beginning, Alexis thinks that she has lice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they spend like ten minutes at the beginning just yeah. talking about that. So I'm sorry, I just made everybody yeah. itch. That and the, the uh, <laughs> when they go pick the wildflowers and they, they think it's the the lotion. 
Yes. Okay, sorry. Guys, go watch it. I was going to say rabbit hole with pizza one week, and now we're rabbit holing with uh, David Rose. (laughs) David Rose. Everybody needs a David Rose in their life. They do. Um, Anything else? Reading anything or other podcasts? Um, Well, I. What I call reading, I listen to audiobooks. Um yeah. Green Lights by my um maybe male crush, uh Matthew McConaughey. Um, <laughs> like, um yeah, it's a good I've listened to that a few times. I'm back on it again. So I I go in spurts. As I say, he actually reads that one too yeah, in the audiobook. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so it's, it's his voice. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's only like six hours. It's not it's not that it's a not car that, ride? Yeah. It's a not car that ride bad. to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Kyle, thank you so much mm-hmm. for being here today and for all that you're doing in our community. It's been great to get to know you through Rotary, now through our podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also, like when you mentioned you were in the parks board, I didn't even realize that you, you did that. <laughs> yeah, as we well. didn't go down all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> but you're super involved. And thank you for giving back. Um, thanks for raising two great kids as well. Yeah. Uh, it's an important thing. And yeah. Shout out to Cammie because we love her lots too. We yeah. do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She's a lot of fun at 1812. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but if uh, you're listening today, please like us and subscribe uh, and, uh, and tell your friends about us. Um, we'd love to have more listeners. So have a great day, everybody. And thanks again, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Thanks. See ya. See ya. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.